Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie that was released during this week in history. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. We hope that you enjoy our show, and we encourage you to participate here in discussion about this episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. Weekly has turned into once a year. Yeah, um, the weekly is a little off right now. Uh, also, this is, the 98 is off. Yes, and this week. so And this week is off. So we're just talking about a movie today. Yes, everything else works with it, and this is a very important special day that we're doing this we're is a actually special yeah we're actually doing it live yeah there's people out there yeah we I, I see people out um we are actually doing this in front of my class that i teach because they're about to do their own podcast so we wanted to show them how you do this so we're doing this live it's very awkward we're usually in steve's basement doing this but right I had, now i have teenagers looking at me we had to put clothes on today it was weird yeah that, that is weird so it's a little different today and um, another special reason is we're not talking about anything released now or no. from 1998. We no. had one of our fans. Yes. Uh, she, she, she requested mall rats. Yes. So. Mall rats. Really? So here's my first take on that. A fan that requests mall rats, I'm in love, man. This is like future wife material. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a good um, request. Anytime that you're doing Kevin Smith movies, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, we are going to watch Kevin Smith's opus from 1995, Mallrats. Didn't do that well in the box office. A, a little history about this one. It came out right after Clerks from the year before. Clerks was a small little Sundance hit that got him so much um, publicity. So Gramercy came out and said, we want to be in business with you. We'll give you money to make this movie. We want to be in the Kevin Smith business. So he had Jane Silent Bob from Clerks show up in this one. It's set in the same universe. It's mm-hmm. his view askew well, universe. As a matter of fact, at one point he puts a hat on that says Clerks. Yes. When they're in the, the dirt mall. Yes. So it's um, in the same universe. Everybody thought this would be a huge hit. <laughs> it was not. It opened in number 13 with $1.1 million. Um, number one that week was Get Shorty, which I do actually really like. It's a good movie. Uh, good John Travolta movie. And that one opened to $12 million. So this was about 11 and change million behind number one. And it didn't do well the next week either. No. No. As a matter of fact, it dropped pretty hard every yes. week. Where's the mouse on this? There it is. I'm not using the, the laptop I'm used to using. Yes. We're, we're using uh, my, my classroom work. Um, yeah, so if we go over here to week weekends, um, it only went down to $340,000 the next yes. weekend. It dropped 70% in the second week, and by the third week it was making less than $100,000. It closed in at $2 million. So it was not – yeah, totally. It made $2 million in total. So it was not a hit. No, slightly less than our weekly salary. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Um, yeah, so it was not a hit. At all. It made $2 million, no. but so, it really caught on on video. Oh, it is a classic cult-style movie. Yes. That did not do well in the theaters and then just took off once it came to video. Mm-hmm. Which it came to VHS back then. Yes, uh, and I've had it on everything I've got it on VHS. Since. I've got it on Blu-ray. Yeah, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. I got it on digital. It's so on digital, yeah. I have all of it because this is... You know, this is a time capsule of when I was 14. I used to this, watch this movie. This movie spoke to me because this was me yes. in 1995, 96, 97. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't make this movie now because all the teenagers <laughs> that are listening to me right now, they don't understand they don't know what the mall. mall rat is. Yeah, the, it's the mall rat is just not there anymore because our mall I mean, in town 
is pretty much empty. So, do you, do you think these kids hang out at a mall on Friday night? Do you guys hang out at a mall on Friday nights and like walk around? No, they're shaking their heads at us. Yeah, they also apparently don't know they could talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So that's you know one thing, kind of like Empire Records that came out the yeah, same no, time. It's not gonna fly. No one knows what it's like to hang out in a uh, record store anymore. So that's one thing with Mallrats is it is something of its time. Right. A little bit, you know, background to this movie. It stars um, as Brody. I think his best role. Yeah. I uh, agree. Jason Lee, who went on to do My Name Is Earl. He, he was went in on Almost to do, Famous. Um, uh, Gar- um, um, Chipmunks. I've Chipmunks. Yeah, he was in Chipmunks. Yeah. I think he was Underdog's voice. I think he might have been. So he went on to do all of that. Uh, but in here, he plays Brody, the head of the Mallrats. All he likes doing is spending time in a mall um, and his, reading comic books. Yes. His best friend, Quint, um, played by – yeah, T.S. Quint, played by Jeremy London. Jeremy London. I, can't, I can never remember if it's Jeremy or Jason. Jeremy London. It's not yes. Jack London. He that writes ch- books. That would be interesting if Jack London was in it, though. Uh, Jeremy London plays his best friend. He was going to propose to his girlfriend the most romantic place in the world when the Jaws popped Jaws out of the water. Jaws popped out of the water. Universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Which is romantic. Yes. But what happens, like I said, it's in the same view askew of verse as, Ma- <laughs> as Clerks. Mm-hmm. And the person that they were going to the funeral of in Clerks, this is like set the day before. She dies Correct. because Correct. Um, she because was going to be on the she's gonna be on dating the lo- show. The dating show. And T.S. said, don't you know that adds 10 pounds to you? So she goes into the uh, water to do laps and has an aneurysm and dies. On her, on her 700th lap, she has a brain aneurysm and dies. So now his... Um, Future fiance was going is going to be on the show, and that didn't go well. Yeah, the person that is in charge of the show is her dad, played by Michael Rooker. The Rook, uh, a bald-headed Michael Rooker in this, which yeah. um, a lot of the people listening to this right now would know him as the really racist dude from the first season Walking of dead. Walking Dead. But um, or from I, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, he's Yondu. Yeah, he's Yondu in Guardians he's, of the um, Galaxy. He's a Mary Poppins y'all. So, but this yeah. is where <laughs> I this is where I always remember him from because this is a really memorable <clears throat> role. He hates Quint, so he wants oh, oh, yeah. his girl, uh, his um, daughter, daughter Claire Forlani, to find some other suitor. So uh, that's pretty much the plot of this. And um, Brody <laughs> breaks up with Jane Dodery from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Um, and she's starting to date a very, very... Um, very, very different Ben Affleck. Yeah, a very different Ben Affleck that his whole role is uh, he likes to wine and dine women and then have sex with them in the most uncomfortable place. That is his whole role. The back role. of a Volkswagen. The back of a Volkswagen, yes. Because <laughs> that's what everybody says. That That's his whole role. So that's, I mean, that's literally the plot. There's not right. much plot to it. No. And Jane Silent Bob are around just doing stuff. They're, uh, they're fighting. There. They're fighting the mall security guard, the LaForce. LaForce, who wins every fight by yes. accident. By accident, yes. Um, there really isn't a plot, but that's the whole point of the mall rat. There was no point to me going to a mall on Friday night. Yeah, but and you did walking around. But that's what we did. Yeah, we knew when new stages went up, and we were like, "What is this? Yeah, what's going on here? Why is this in my mall? Yeah, you go and look at all the stores and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they just see their friends there." Mine Talk was to a, them. Mine was a calligraphy store. Calligraphy store. There was a girl that I liked who was in the calligraphy store. Oh, okay. And she worked there. So we hung out in the calligraphy store. Surprisingly, I spent most of my time at Suncoast. I can't videos. imagine why. Yeah. Just looking at all the movies. Well, so, yeah. 
But, I mean, that's pretty much the plot. It all, you know, comes to a head at the end when they have uh, the dating show. Mm -hmm. They have the guy that was in Clerks as one of the suitors. Mm -hmm. It's very raunchy. It's very funny. I can't say half the good lines. We're really toning it down today. Yes, I can't say half the good lines because teenagers are looking at me, and I don't think my principal would appreciate it. He's not here. (laughs) But, um... There's also, you know, this doesn't so much have a plot as bits, and some of the bits yeah. are really funny. Um, one thing that I always remember with Michael Rooker is he eats the um, pretzels that oh, Brody the, wiped his hands the, on after uh, he went to the bathroom on. Yeah. And throws up for like half the movie then. Yeah, he did the stink the stink palm. Yes, the stink palm. That's a great scene. Uh, Jane Silent Bob beating Every up the scene. Easter Bunny. Oh, yeah. Um, we're, we're introduced to them in this movie because uh, as we're introduced to them, Jay is pounding on the window of the of the pet store and like, yeah. scaring all the little kittens. Yes, that's how that's how they are introduced in this movie. They were from Clerks, but they are in this movie too. Um, this is where he is Fat Man for the first time. Yeah, he still does oh, that. Hi. He has his own podcast, not as good as this one, but no, he has I, one. He has a few followers. We're better than he is. <laughs> yeah, we we have more Kevin uh, Smith. We sorry, Kevin. But he's got a thing called Fat Man and Batman. This is where it starts. Yeah, you know what's interesting? You mentioned that at the beginning of the movie. Um, all the characters, all the all the actors, their their intro is them as comic book characters. Yes. And I didn't really put it two and two together until last night. Uh, do you know who Ben Affleck's character was in in the intro? What? I can't remember. Well, it's the parody of yeah. Batman. Oh, okay. But now he's of course. Yeah. Batman. Yeah, and he is Batman. So he was just really ahead of the time. He was just ahead and of the time. This is the first movie with the Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, it was, and this was a time when. We're all used to Stanley cameos now, but they had to explain who he was. Yeah, for a while. Because no one knew who Stanley was at that time. Uh huh. Because this was at the time when uh, Marvel wasn't that big. This is in its not much. really low point. So yeah, yeah, they have Stanley in there. He talks about Spider Man and the Hulk just to show, hey, I wrote all this stuff. This is who I am. Just mm-hmm. so you know, I am legit. I love his last line though. He really seems interested in superman, uh, superhero genitalia. <laughs> superhero genitalia. So yeah, yeah uh, it's got the first Stan Lee cameo. You know, he's really good in this. He shows that he's a charismatic actor that could do something like this. Yeah. Um, the to me, as the, and this doesn't even, it doesn't even wait to jump in. Like it starts with Jason Lee and T.S. in the in their basement. They talk. Mm-hmm. And and Brody's like, hey, we're going to the mall. And boom, ten minutes into the movie, yeah, we're at the mall. We're at the mall, and that's where we spend the rest of our movie. Yep. Um, except for when they go to the except for they go market. to the dirt mall. Yeah. Which every town had a dirt mall. Mm-hmm. Ours was Venture and all oh, that yeah. stuff. If you remember, uh, that. yeah, Venture what, what was it called um, Northgate. Yeah, Northgate, Northgate Mall. mall. Had, it's own little movie theater too. Yeah, Venture, the movie theater. They had that really the sad weird bookstore. The weird bookstore, the sad arcade. Oh, that was a sad arcade. Where it had like four games that worked. And there was the barber shop right next to the right next to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't because, like, I don't know. I didn't like that movie theater. There was no, a really I didn't either. there was a mean manager there who would never let me sneak into the R rated films. Well, I kinda think that was his job. Yeah, but come on. I know. I couldn't see Pulp Fiction that way. I had to wait for video. Oh, I was too young mean. to see Pulp Fiction. I know. So I was mad about that. I still oh, wow. remember that. I hold a grudge. You hold a grudge against that guy from the it's North a girl. Oh, that girl from the yeah. North? Oh, my goodness. And I actually found out I know who it is. It's one of Melissa's friends' aunt. Have you slashed her tires? No, but I told her, I'm like, I don't like your aunt. She I don't know her at all except for this one experience, but I don't like her. No, too, because she Two also wouldn't let me into From Dust Till Dawn. Same woman. Well, there's a reason for that one. You probably weren't ready for that yet. I was. I was 15. Ah, 15, I was, I was, yeah. I was good. Uh, but, yeah, so we did have our own dirt mall. 
but it's now you know this came out in 95 mm-hmm. so we're coming in on 25 years of this yeah and we barely have them all yeah but does it still hold up no the movie doesn't no no up? no look at these kids in front of us they don't know they wouldn't know anything that happened in this movie they would not get these references at all i don't know i think josiah's seen it he likes it isn't that right josiah you like the movie don't you Mara. Mara. yeah See, so he, so he he likes yeah. it. So oh, she's seen, seen it. it so okay. we we have a few. We have people. a couple of people who've seen it, but uh-huh. it still doesn't hold up. The references. Well, now it's not so much completely the, the references hold up, but it's a nostalgia piece. Well, for us, yes, yeah. because that this is us. This was us in 1995. Yeah, but I mean, it's no different than the Wedding Singer. I don't know, but the Wedding Singer is supposed to be set in the 80s. Yeah, it's but supposed to play on the. Be, you know, uh, there. See? Online shopping. Online so, shopping. So we could do Amazon rats. Yeah, Amazon rats. And it's just a bunch of guys sitting around their computer. Yeah, just sitting around their computer talking to each other while one of them gets dish soap or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something. Um, but, you know, I actually kind of like that it's in this p- time because it is like when I'd watch a movie set in post-World War II, something like The Third Man. That's so cool to see. Oh, mm-hmm. look, you know, this that sounds weird, but it's cool to see bombed out London and France and everything, just to not to see cool to see that, but to see what the world was like right. at that time. That's what this Morat's was. What is the now. world was like. I mean, I was somewhat of a combination of TS and Brody. Like I had the flannel shirts, tied uh-huh. them around the waist. Oh yeah. Um, but at the same time, while I wasn't a comic book person, I was a Dungeons and Dragons person. So uh-huh. you know, same kind of nerddom. Yeah. Um, there was actually a Dungeons & Dragons store in town. It wasn't in the mall, unfortunately. There was? Yeah, it was downtown across from where Kay's Merchandise used to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was just a little tiny shop. I, I didn't even know we yeah. had that. Yeah. It was not great. Yeah. That's probably why it's not here anymore. Well, that and they tore the building down. Well, that does hurt it. So. Yeah. But, you know, I think that it actually does hold up that you could still watch it. And people that were our age at that time would still find it funny because... I- some of the references are dated, but a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff is, you know, the stuff about dating. Oh, that's still legit. Beating up the Easter Bunny. It doesn't matter what decade you're in. That's funny. Well, and <laughs> any any time you can beat the Easter Bunny up, mm-hmm. I'm game with that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, the one thing that that I always laugh about the most is, is the Magic Eye poster. Yeah. Because. I could never see those. Oh, I can't either. Well, yeah, you're but I'm colorblind, colorblind so it's kind of screwing you're colorblind. Up that stuff. makes sense. I just can't do it. Well, that's because you're just a loser. Yeah, I know. I'm like the guy that can't see the sailboat, who Scooter. then also went on to uh, star in My Name Is Earl with Jason Lee. He did, didn't he? Yeah, it's his brother. Yeah, it is. Ethan Suppley. You're yeah. right. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the the fact that he stands there all day. Mm-hmm. He's brought a lunch. He's brought a soda. He's got mustard on him by He's the end of the day. He's got mustard everywhere all over him. He yells at that kid who, sing, who says it's a schooner. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not a schooner. There is no Easter Bunny. And then at the end, he just snaps and breaks everything. Yeah, and he actually causes the Jedi mind trick to work. From, yes, he does. From Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, another part for me that I love that's kind of semi-subtle is a small running joke of the escalator kid. Yeah, we, my wife and I will still say that. That kid's on the escalator again. Yeah. And then as they're standing there doing something else, you hear from the background, quick, call security. <laughs> Their kid's stuck There's in the escalator. kid's stuck on the escalator. They actually had a show a few weeks ago called, I think it's like 911, where a guy gets killed in the escalator. When I heard about that, all that's, I could think that, of was Morats. Well, that's it's my first thought. My second thought is, up. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That is, 
it breaks and he falls into the gears or something. Oh my goodness! Which just tells me I need to watch this nine one one show because yeah. that stuff happens every week apparently. Okay, um, well, but it, not a year goes by that I don't read about some kid, kid that gets stuck in the <laughs> that escalator. Gets stuck in an escalator. Yeah, that's that's a great running joke. Uh, everything with Ben Affleck's really good, especially now that you see him because in yeah. his early career he just played jerks like this. Because he just looked like a jerk. Yeah, he still does. Well, he does. Uh, but I mean, like this, Days Confused. All he did was paddle kids in that um, yeah. school ties. He was a guy like this. So that, that's this is where he started his stuff. I don't think his first really like romantic leading role wasn't until. Kevin Smith's Chasing Amy in two years. Which I think may have been one of the better Kevin Smith movies. And he's still a jerk I, I, in that. Well, early. he is, yeah. I mean, Mallrats ranks at the top for me, but yeah. but Chasing Amy, I think, is probably a better movie. Yes, better made, right. written. Right. It's got a plot. But I still like, well, yeah, it does. You're right. Yeah, it, it's got a good plot. But Which, you know, I had, you know, Joey Lauren Adams, I had forgotten how cute she was back in the 90s. Yeah. And I Kevin mean, Smith's it, girlfriend while they're making this movie. I know. Um, I think her voice would have driven me insane. Yes. I couldn't have stayed around her very long. But she was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. But um, let's, you brought that up. How would you rank Kevin Smith movies? Like, just See, the viewer, viewer skew universe. So the first five. We've talked about this before, and Mallrats is still at the top of my list because I think it's a movie that kind of speaks to me because it's kind of written about me, it feels like. Yes. You know? Uh, I, I see myself completely in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is probably going to be Chasing Amy. Okay. I enjoy that film a lot. Clerks has got to be tossed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else got, are we going to throw in there? We got, oh, no, it's actually six because we got well, Dogma. Dogma's got to get thrown in there, too. Jane, Silent yeah. Bob, and then Clerks 2. Clerks 2 is at the bottom of the list. Yeah. No, I see. I, I like that one more than Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. Well, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. I only like because it's Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. I mean... But he's one of those characters that a little goes a long way. They are characters that I, I kind of look at like the minions from... Yeah. From, because the they're really me. awesome, but did we need a full-length film about it? I watched it, I enjoyed it, but really, do I need a full-length film about the minions? Did you enjoy it? About the minions? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I was about to say. I, no. <laughs> I mean, I liked when King Bob became King Bob, but... yeah. I, I was good after about 10 minutes of that. I'm like, this like, has got to be almost over. I like the minions. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I didn't need two hours of them. Yeah. So. But, yeah, for me, it'd be very close to the same thing. I would rank um, Clerks number one because that was me because I worked yeah. in a video store. Yeah, you did. Uh, so that's me. Mallrats is probably two just because it's my f- movie I've watched the most of theirs. Then Dogma, Chasing Amy, Clerks 2, and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I, I put Dogma up in there as well because I, yeah, oh, I love, I love Dogma. Dogma. Yeah, Dogma's a great movie, but it's just I don't watch it as much as the other ones. Josiah yeah. agrees. In there, I think yeah. I think Josiah's just going to agree with everything we want to say yeah. today. I think Jackson agrees too, right? Yeah, Dogma's a great movie. If you yeah, there seen, we go. Not, not oh, right. everybody's nodding. If you, if you want to see um, Matt Damon but, and Ben Affleck as angels killing everybody. Which, watch who Dogma. doesn't? Yeah. My fa- I mean, my favorite part of Dogma is still Buddy Christ. Yes, Buddy Christ. I used to have that on my dashboard. Buddy Christ? Yeah. Yeah. I've got one on my mantle. See? He's got, he's got one on his mantle. Josiah has got one on his trying mantle. to get an A today. Yeah. No, he, 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 if you know Josiah, he's just a Kevin Smith fan. He oh, is, well. Okay. He is the, you know, epitome of a Kevin he's Smith you. fan. Yes. Okay. Um, Makes sense. But, so, what do you think is the best scene in Mallrats? That's hard because there's so, because, like we talked about earlier, every scene is just its own independent scene. It's like lots of, yeah, you know, there's no real yes. continuity of yeah. the movie. It's just, it's just lots on. of scenes. Um, I have a couple that I love above anything else. 
and I don't know what makes this one so much fun, but it's when uh, Fat Man flies for the first time. Mm-hmm. When he's supposed to pull the pin out of the top of the stage, yeah. and he swings off the elevator thing. I laugh every time at that. Mm-hmm. I laugh at the um, the topless fortune teller, uh-huh. and I and Brody's reaction to to her. Yeah. is hilarious. Um, there are just so many good scenes. What about you? I I got to go with the dating show. Just, well, yeah, that's... just that like whole thing with Brody and telling the uh, story about his um, was his cousin Walter. His cousin Walter on the plane. Yeah, just yeah. that whole story. <laughs> and then like when um, the guy from Clerks always is like answering like what was he suitor number one or is he suitor number two? Uh, no, the, the guy, guy from, from Clerks, Clerks was number three. Number three, yeah. yeah. Whenever he just and answers they're all just something, like, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> and just like Michael Rooker over there in the oh, corner, yeah. just like. Freaking out because everything and he's is going wrong. Everywhere. Yeah, so that's my favorite scene. I, I just, you okay. know, I remember when I first saw it, and I'm like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen." That was a hilarious scene. What about the worst scene? I mean, it's hard to go with a worst scene because this is another movie that I guess I'm just going with the least good. Yeah, you know, because I like them all. Um, I think the least favorite scene, so to speak, is when Jay and Silent Bob are escaping the mall and mm-hmm. they're running from the cops. Yeah. Okay, I got it. But then we really need to see him go into the alleyway and get strung up by the bat thing. It's cool. It was funny. It was fun. But, eh, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Uh, my my least favorite scene is I didn't really care for the stuff in the flea market because I just thought, I'm like, why are we doing why are we the dirt this? Ball? Yeah. Yeah. So I always thought, I'm like, this is kind of an odd thing to put here because they left and then they go back to the same setting. So I never thought, like, its placement was that good. So... That's the worst scene, but I mean, yeah. it's not bad. I'm just no, it's just nitpicking. you're nitpicking here. Yeah, uh, champion of the film. I think we're gonna say the same person, Michael Rooker. That's who I'm going with. Oh, you're going with Michael Rooker? Oh yeah. Oh well, I was wrong then. We won't say the same Come person. Come on, Jason Lee. Jason Lee is great. He but, is the movie. Yeah, but you know, I love Jason Lee. Uh, this is the reason I love Jason Lee. But he did a lot of good Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. I love Michael Rooker in this because every scene makes me laugh. He's introduced. By being naked in a towel doing kung fu and the, and the towel, towel drops off. and yeah. you just see Michael Rooker butt. Yeah. Um, that's a great scene. The um, Come Loud 69 yeah. part. That was great. That was a great scene. Um, just, like I said, the chocolate-covered pretzels. I'm not Everything gonna, like that. So I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, the Rook is, is classic. Yeah. But for me, it's Jason I mean, J- Jason Lee is the winner of the film because he's never been as charismatic and he's great. He's but never been as good as that. That was, his, that was like the pinnacle of his yeah. acting career. Yes. Even though he's done a lot <laughs> since then. This didn't help him at all, but yeah, it's still the movie. Yeah. When I think movie, Jason I think Lee, I think this, this but... You know, same thing with Michael Rooker. You know, when he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, oh, cool. The guy from Allrats is yeah, in this. Um, so would it do well today? It didn't do well then. I think it'd do much it better today. It'd do today. better today. You put this on Netflix. I, well, not even it's that. It's going to be a big hit because people will fi- – it won't do well in the first weekend of Netflix, but people will find this it. This will be a, a tell others. word of mouth. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. This won't be a house on ha- – uh, a haunting on Hill House. Yeah. But it will be a, a word of mouth. Haunting a Hill House, there was a scary. jump scare in there. I haven't like, gotten to that yet. Later in the show, I thought I was going to pee my pants in it. It was it was very well done. I like that show a lot so yes. far. Um, what did it do well today? We just did that one. Who would you recast in the lead roles? Ooh, that's a tough one. How could you recast Jason Lee? Like who? Ben Affleck. Ben, no, Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck as him. Um, I, you know what? You have to find you, some young up and coming guy. That's the thing. You can't really recast Jason Lee in this because I don't know who it would be because Jason Lee wasn't a somebody yet. Yeah, you'd have to find somebody that just got that 
charisma that yeah. you know can play that. TS you could recast with just about anybody. He yeah. was he was a cardboard character in a lot of ways. He yeah. was fine. He was just, he was a straight man. He wasn't funny at all. He no. was just there to kind of propel the little bit of the plot. Jay so. and Silent Bob have to be Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, you can't because have that's an actual yeah thing. I'd still have the Rook play the same. The Rook could still be the Rook because he doesn't look any older. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get older. No. There's, I think he's a cyborg. There's a picture of him grow, getting older in his attic somewhere, and he just stays the same age. So he just looks at that picture and just fights it off? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but um, let's see. Who could we get because you just need to get Well, you'd some... have to recast Shane and Doherty. Yeah, so who was, uh, you know, annoying? Oh, um, the girl from the OC. Oh, yeah. You know, same thing. Ten annoying. years after the show. No one yeah. liked her on the show. Just put her in that role. Shannon Doherty was one of those characters that even on Charmed, I, was, I thought that show got better when she left. Oh, yeah, everything like she's been in, no one's <laughs> liked her. That's just um, what she does. Yeah. And then the Claire Filani again, just find yeah, some. She's just a straight girl. Yeah, just find matter. some up-and-coming Young pretty girl, star. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter there. You could put a Selena Gomez in there even. It would be yeah. fine. Um, would you pay to rent the movie? Absolutely not, because I would pay to buy it. Yeah. I, like I said, I've had it on VHS. I've had it on DVD. I don't think I ever, now that I think about it, I don't think I had it on Blu-ray. I just went to a digital copy when I saw it, like, I think I have it on Blu-ray. I think it was like I think it was one of those five-dollar bargain bin buys at Walmart. It's like I'll buy this because I I don't have this on Mm -hmm. Blu-ray yet, Um, which is interesting when I talk about that because if you talk about video games, I talk about well, why would I buy Skyrim for the Switch and the Xbox and the Xbox One and the PC if I already have it on the PC? Josiah is interested again. Yeah, I know he's he's perked back up. Yep. But my argument there is I've already got it. But then I turn around to this kind of movie, and I'm like, yeah, I've got it on VHS. Uh-huh. I've got the classic edition. I've got the Blu-ray. I've yeah, got you got the director's cut. So why did I do that? Well, partly because I don't have a VHS player anymore. Yeah, that, that is And I think in a few years reason. I probably won't have a Blu-ray player anymore either. Yeah, that's why I got it on digital, just so I'm like, I have it now. Yeah, when... so we can just have it when the apocalypse hits, and the only thing left is the internet. Yep, exactly. Well, like, upstairs, I don't, work that way. Upstairs I don't have a Blu-ray player, so whenever... Uh, my wife wants to watch something, like when she's folding laundry or something, I have to hook up the Blu-ray player. Ah, I just need to get everything digital. on digital so I don't have to do this Let's anymore. contact the movie companies and tell them if we've bought a movie, we should also have the digital copy. You can do that for two bucks. I do that I a know. lot. I know. We should get it for free. I mean, it's just, oh, you yeah. should have it. I don't think that's happening. I don't think so. Um, that's all 11 of our points. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, usually we talk a lot longer on the plot of the movie, but... There is no plot. There's not much of a plot, so we, that that doesn't take that long. No. So this one's a little bit shorter than probably this afternoon's is going to be. Yes. Um, well, we've seen Army of Darkness, like, I seven times. I haven't memorized. Each. Yeah. I could probably act it out for the podcast this We're going to do, like they used to do in the 30s and 40s, Talkies? just um, do the radio. Oh, the radio play. broadcast of it? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be fun. All right. With, with no script. Yes, with no um, script. We probably have it memorized, though. I do. Uh, I will say this as we're trying to wrap up here. Um, we haven't done this since July, so whoever is still listening to us... Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I looked this morning... Is it still Canada? They're Actually, it's a different person in Canada. It's a different person in Canada. Because we've had one person um, that I know from Winnipeg listening to us, but uh-huh. for whatever reason it shows Toronto. There's another person in Canada from... I'm going to butcher the town name, so i got to look it up. It's like... Um, i got to look it up again. But it's some weird town in Canada, and... I'm sorry that I'm offending you right now. I have to look your town up. But we love you, you know our what? Canadian our fans. Is really slow here. Um, it always is. I know. Uh, but I'm curious. And what, what brings me to this point is you and I have talked about this before. I, I'm curious. How do you find us if yes. you're outside of our friend group and word of mouth group. group doesn't listen to us no, they don't my wife never even turned it on i don't think my wife has ever listened to this episode yeah. to this show but my 11 my 12 year old does right 
Um, I'm going to pronounce that wrong. Oh, I'm not even trying that Bos- one. Bosavan? Sure. Bosavan, Canada? We got if, two in Argentina. I know, which is strange. Okay. Um, if you're from Bosavan, Canada, and you're that person, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced your, your, your town, or if you're from San... You know what? I don't speak... I don't speak that Argentinian. at all. If you're from Argentina or you're from Bosavan, Canada. Hey, we got one in London. Can you tell us how you found us? Yes, we'd be very Come interested. to Facebook. Send us a message on, on SoundCloud. I'm interested how you found us mm-hmm. because I don't know those people. No. I can maybe United States say maybe people that we know. I doubt it. Probably not. But <laughs> like especially said, from foreign countries. I'm interested. Canada, Argentina. How did you find us? Yes. But look at this. People are still actually listening to us. That, thank you great. for Yeah, thank you for still listening, listening to us. Um, we're sorry we haven't done anything since July. Yeah, things got really hectic. Yeah, I blame Steve. Uh, I blame Mid-State Soccer. Yeah. And uh, Staley Striders. And, and Staley Striders and John Hill Cross done. Country and But hey, everything soccer's else. over after this weekend, so we can actually start doing this again. Yes. So And my daughter keeps good. asking when your family's coming over. Yes. So um, we're only going to wrap up about a 30-minute episode this morning. But it's short. Thank you for requesting this. Uh, it made me go back and watch it again, mm-hmm. and I just had a blast watching it. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah, you still can watch it. Like, I watch it all the time. I, I watched it with my daughter this summer, mm-hmm. which I didn't really want to, but my wife's like, oh, well, she's old enough, and there's a lot of uncomfortable there's, parts There's in some it parts in that I'm not sure I'd be comfortable watching with my kids yet. Yeah. I'll um, never be comfortable with watching it. No, you're probably right. Kind of like a story of when I was watching Chasing Amy. Um, it's a scene where they're all comparing sex scars. Mm, and I'm mm-hmm. watching with my friend. My wife, my um, not my wife, my my future wife was there. It was my friend, my future wife, and myself. We're in my basement. My mom comes with laundry and starts folding laundry during this. Watching that scene. Yeah, just that scene. It was oh. the most uncomfortable, good ten minutes because it's one of those things like I can't turn it off because then she'd be like, "Oh, why are you turning this off? If you're turning this off, you shouldn't be watching it." So I just kept watching it, and a lot of. Jokes about oral sex and mm-hmm. just the most raunchy ten minutes of any of his movies, and that saying something. It wow. was so uncomfortable. My mom got done folding, just went hm, and walked out. And walked out. I'm like, good, good God. for her. I, um, I melted into the couch at that point. My friend David was just looking at me like, what was that? Yeah. So um, that's really all we have on this one. Yeah. I wish Keep, it was a little bit longer, but there's just no plot. Yeah. Keep requesting the movies too, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch we do, something. We have done a couple requests. Yeah, we did this one. We did um, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Um, that one didn't go as well for you on the rewatch? No, it didn't. And then I got some flack for it after watch after the yes. podcast. <laughs> you should. That was a that was a horrible review. I was like, I'm sorry. I just didn't so like public it apology right here. I'm yeah. sorry. It was a it was a bad review. But Mallrats we like. Mallrats we love. We still love. So we love Mallrats. watch Mallrats if you haven't seen it. Thank you for requesting it. And uh, that's, like I said, future wife material for requesting that. Yep. Um, Do you know it's a woman? Yeah. Oh, so you actually no, know I, who yeah, it is? I know who it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, are you, like, proposing to her on the Right podcast? here, right now. Will you marry me? I think Michelle might have some problems with this. No, we'll be fine. <laughs> no, okay. We'll work it out. We're going to become a Mormon. Oh, okay. It's Sounds fine. good. We're moving to Utah. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. So, so we'll end on a marriage proposal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way that all podcasts should <laughs> I think end. it does. Kevin Smith, take notes. Yes. All right. Um, we'll be back this afternoon, yeah, but here's I'm, this one. Yeah, for Let's Celebrate, I'm Ryan. I'm Steve. All right, bye. Bye.